Hey, this is Katie with Intuitive Skies, and good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is for you. Whoop, there goes my music again. We're just going to have to stop that. Anyway, today I've got a wonderful, spectacular author on, and her name is Lynn Reagan, and she wrote a wonderful book called Wake Me Up, and she's going to discuss that with us today. And before we get started on that, I'm with Lynn's help, I'm going to do my spiritual rant of the day, which today I woke up and I was thinking about spiritual snobbery. And every once in a while, I've ran into people where they think they know all the answers and it's their way to highway. It's kind of like the new age church lady. And I've ran into that a few times and I just wanted to share my opinion on that and that there is not just one path to the light. We all end up in the light regardless of how good, bad, or whatever we are. Whatever path we choose, we're going to end up in the same place, and that's my rant of the day. What did you have to say about that when you said you met some people that... Oh, with the, the snobbery? Yeah, have you dealt with that? I have definitely learned in the past couple of years that not everybody believes exactly the same. I would have thought that, you know, it's pretty much on an even keel, but there are Mm -hmm. some people out there that believe that if you don't believe the way they believe, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, and I just don't believe that there's this one specific path, one specific religion. You know, it's like the Saturday Night Live church lady where, you know, it's just very strict and stringent about my beliefs and it's my way or the highway or you're going to end up in hell burning and damnation. I just don't buy that. I think we all end up in the light and it doesn't matter how you get there as long as you keep trying to be a good person and that's really what matters. Well, the beautiful thing about it is you can either close the book or you can turn off the TV or you can walk out the door. You don't have to listen to it. Exactly, exactly. You don't have to. And when I run across that, I just kind of start humming in my head. (laughs) La, 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 la. And then thank you so much for your opinion. And, you know, I might share what I believe, which is, you know, I just don't have to buy into that, you know. So anyway, that was my rant of the day. I just wanted to share with everyone because I woke up this morning with that in my head. And so, anyway, I wanted to get on to your wonderful book. I will say it was a tearjerker for me. The first three chapters, I think I started crying probably twice. I The love story in this book, Wake Me Up, you can find it on Amazon. And actually, there should be a link on my show notes and uh, where you can get this book. It is not very expensive, and it is so worth the ride when you read this book. It just really touched my soul and the love story that these two her fiance Chip and Lynn shared is just it's better than any movie I've gone to and eons it just the whole story kind of reminds me of one of those movies that were produced like in the 1950s a true love story you just don't hear very often and and the fact that you lost him it was it was just so very heart-wrenching so would you want to share from your perspective what this book was really about for you? For me, I think it's about the power of love. It's about one person losing the love of her life and then being thrust into what I call the awakening, but then seeing, realizing that she didn't really lose him at all. He's still with her every single day. It's about the transformation from one life to the next. So what... 
what inspired you to write the book in the first place? I think that the the inspiration actually came from a result of a session with Megan. And you know Megan. She's a, a medium out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, my best friend. I was, yeah, I was led to her um, through the Internet, basically. But mm-hmm. out of the uh, direction from her, one day she um, either told me via phone or email that Chip was asking her to tell me to write. And I can still remember her words. He wants you to mm-hmm. write. Even if it's only for 10 or 15 minutes each day, he wants you to sit and write. And a year and a couple of months later, I've accomplished it. I finished it. I will say that after reading this book, it touches your soul in such a way that you are never going to be the same after reading the story. The love that is shared between the two of you, as funny as some parts are, it is you can tell it is just a true, deep love, and that's where the connection comes from, in my opinion. Um, but it is just it is just so beautifully written. It's like it reminded me somewhat of Go Ask Alice, a book that was written in the '60s about a drug addict, from the perspective of kind of like a diary. It was kind of like reading jumping into your life and feeling what it feels to have those emotions and those feelings that she was having. And go ask Alice, it, re- it reminds me, it's kind of like I jumped into your soul for that 200-plus pages. And that was my intention, basically, whoever was to read it, was to actually experience, as well as I could put into words, exactly what I was going through, what I was feeling, but also the excitement and the exhilaration of finally um, getting to that point of knowing that we don't die. Right. And I just want to put it out there for people listening. Uh, Megan is a wonderful, wonderful medium. She is, like you said, out of Colorado. She actually has a website, MeganMReilly.com, and she is a spectacular medium. I know she's got a waiting list for uh, quite a while, but she is just spectacular. So I just want to put that out there, and she's one of my very bestest friends in the world. So. Um, we've both been very blessed by meeting Megan. Very, um, very blessed. And I just kind of wonder, I know the experiences you've had with Megan, but did you have experiences prior to meeting her with other mediums that helped you open up to communication with Chip? Never. Never? Um, prior to Chip dying, you're asking about, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 not not prior to his dying, but after... When you decided to start reaching out, did you have, I know you went to a Sylvia Brown um, symposium, but did you ever have any other, did you reach out to other mediums prior to finding Megan? Yes, I reached out to one um, who actually offered services for free for victims of murder. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was all via email, um, so I sent the information without giving a whole lot of detail. And actually Mm -hmm. what I reached back a lot of it made sense, but a lot of it didn't make sense. And But in the end, after the, the, the first couple of days, she started to scare me. And I think I even actually write a little bit about that and wake me up. Mm-hmm. And at the point when she started scaring me to where I thought the murderer, which we all know that we know who it is, um, was actually going to come after me. And then I said, okay, I need a second opinion. Because she actually thought that he was still, um, what's that word, earthbound. Mhm. And yeah, we know darn well later, he's not. <laughs> after a couple of days is when I found Megan, and then I, I mm-hmm. never went looking for anyone else. Yeah, she is spectacular. 
And then I kind of wonder, since this, these experiences, do you feel like your own connection has expanded? Um, since he's died with, with him? Right. Most definitely. Um, of course, I've had a, a, another couple of years to, to experience what he has, but I feel like I definitely connect. I can close my eyes and I can, you know, try not to think of anything and actually hear what I sometimes think is my own voice, but I know it's not my words. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That's mediumship. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I... I can remember in your book and then obviously in conversations with you where we're talking about music and how that you, you've noticed how music has, it's been a way of him communicating for you on a daily basis. Very and much how, so. almost every day. Every single day. And how it was funny because you were telling me something about I'm in the Chicago area, and before I even asked you, I believe, to come on the radio show, you were hearing uh, things about Chicago, or, you know, the the band Chicago, and it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. and that's what he did when I found Megan as well. Um, there was a song by uh, John, um, oh, goodness. Denver? Colorado song, yes, Denver. And then when I got the Chicago song before I actually spoke with you about the radio, it's like, okay, I put two and two together. Every song that I receive from him always seems to have a message. I mean, I can go look up the lyrics, and it's almost every one of them are some type of love song, which is, to me, is fantastic. It is beautiful, and I think music is something that really touches our souls and is full of love not only from the person that wrote the music and sang the music, but the information that can come through and just hearing one little lyric of a song. And I have a song stuck in my head this morning that will not go away. <laughs> it's crazy. It, do you know, it's probably from the 1960s. It's uh, send a letter, Maria, address it to my wife. It's so funny. And, but it doesn't really, um, it, it's, it's almost like I was supposed to call you this morning and tell you about the wood floors and, and the dogs, and <laughs> it was funny. He works in strange ways, there's no doubt. Well, it's almost, to me, it reminds me of kind of playing a game of charades where, here, I'm going to give you this bit of information and then you're going to basically decipher what it is I'm trying to get through to you. And yeah, I, I realize I, I realize one thing that we haven't shared with the listeners is that Chip was actually murdered. And one of the very important parts of that is that he did not want you focusing on that. He wanted you to let that go so that your life was not revolving around trying to find the murderer. That is true. And I, how is that sitting with you? Well, now it sits perfectly fine, but back then um, I couldn't understand why. You know, I wanted to... to I wanted to do the investigations for the investigators here in Jacksonville because it didn't seem like they were doing anything. But mm -hmm. every time I received a dream, and the very vivid, vivid dreams, and, and that's where Ema, uh, Megan came into the picture as far as all the emails, and she continuously said that he says, don't focus on it, don't focus on it, focus on me, focus on me. And that's mm -hmm. when I realized that I could actually even feel him sometimes in my house. I When I was in tears, it's like you could just feel somebody standing there or walking past you. 
And he mm-hmm. takes me out of that state of mind, even if it was only briefly, but he still accomplished it. Yeah, it's so interesting to me that he comes through and came through for you so clearly right in the beginning while you were mourning him. And that is so rare. The love connection is so strong between the two of you that it, it's just such a rarity for someone to be able to communicate so clearly in the beginning of the mourning process. That, that is shows it really rare? In the beginning of the mourning process, a lot of times that can actually block someone from being able to communicate because you're so upset and you're so crying and you're so in the the, the sadness of the loss that a lot of times spirit can't come through as, as clearly as what he could come through for you, which is just beautiful. It shows the strength of your love connection between the two of you. I know that we definitely loved each other and still do. Oh, yeah. And, and that's an, another thing that I kind of, wanted to ask you about was how do you feel about when people say, well, now isn't it time for you to move on, maybe try to find, you know, another boyfriend or, you know, move on? What do you say to that? Well, when I hear move on, um, I hear more along the lines of moving on with my life to see what kind of direction I'm going to go into. As far as the relationship, I know there are people out there that when they lose their loved one, as far as a spouse or a significant other, it's easily, or maybe it's not so easy for them to get into another relationship. But at the time, even now, I don't even know that I would be able to do it, but I can't even imagine, um, you know, hugging another man or kissing another man because it's not like I broke up with him or we got a divorce. It's like he just disappeared. Right. Well, I would say that he didn't just disappear, and he's very active in your life still. Oh, yeah, I meant physically. He just disappeared. Yeah, physically he's not there. He's in his spirit body, and but I know he's around you every single day, and it's just a beautiful connection. And you don't, I think the message in, in that is just because someone's not in the physical, the relationship does not have to end. And I think that that's, really important for people to understand. I think I described to you the relationship I have with my brother. It's never ended. He's always been a part of my life. And it doesn't have to end. I don't believe it has to. I believe that he can be a part of my life every single day until the day that he takes me home, Whether whether it's still by songs or by touch or by dreams. I mean, I'm still gifted with everything that he gives me. So I kind of I kind of wanted to ask you then, I know he's affected your life in so many different ways, but you mentioned the fact that you have a charity that you, you and your sister are starting. Oh, yes, we did. Um, I think it was last November. Um, I, I had a, and I'm, I'm going to call it a vision. It's kind of like I went to sleep and I could see something, but I was still very coherent. Um I saw butterflies, three of them, instinctively, and on each top of the butterfly, or on top of the butterfly, was a letter, and they spelled out SOS. And when I woke or I opened my eyes, I had the uh, kind of like the saying of uh, signs of spirit. So I actually drew up or um, had somebody draw up that actual vision with the mm-hmm. butterflies and the SOS. And I had uh, T-shirts made, tote bags, and little trinkets with the emblem. And what I do, even though it's still in its infancy, um, whenever I'm guided or somebody comes across my path who's lost a loved one and maybe going through some of the same things that I actually went through, 
I'll send them the care package with all of these uh, trinkets that we made and also the book, Wake Me Up, and another book from another author. His, his name is Mark Ireland. He wrote Soul Shift, and he dedicated some of his books so that I could include them in these care packages. So oh, how I beautiful. Them, I ship those uh, care packages out to anybody who crossed my path. That is so beautiful, and you were inspired by Chip to do that. Have you been inspired to do other things by Chip? Um, that's the only thing as far as that goes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm writing my second book. I know that oh, I great. It, and I, I say have to, but it's it's sort of like a message. You need to finish this. You need to finish this. Finish it. I get that a lot. Finish it. So that's I'm, I'm doing that. I'm still working on the SOS, and in the future, I hope to. Uh, move on to something else that may be of help to others who are going through what I've already gone through. Right. I can identify with that, having gone through a lot of grief in my own life with loss of loved ones. I shouldn't say lost because they're really not gone. They're very active in my life as well. But it is a different type of relationship. And I find that it actually is a more pure relationship in some respects, though, because you don't have the physical and you don't have the monotony of the daily life. It's more their support and their guidance and they're okay. And nine times out of the ten, the message is, hey, I'm okay. I love you. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. And, and just that, those simple words to be able to receive those when you're sad or when something crazy is going on in your life is so Absolutely. comforting. And I love the songs. I mean, he might be a song man over there, but I think that everybody, uh, or I say everybody, but I believe that that's probably one of the easiest ways to communicate is through songs. Mm-hmm. I believe so, too. I love music. I think most people do. And then the other thing that I found to be very interesting is that some of the dreams that you've been having are the work that Chip is actually doing. Would you mind oh, sharing yeah. that? Um. A while back, um, I had a, a second reading with Megan. It was like a year mm-hmm. after our very first one that's written in Wake Me Up. And during the course of that one, uh, she actually explained that Chip, Chip's work on the other side is helping souls to cross over. Um, mm-hmm. And usually it's with uh, senseless murders or senseless deaths, I should say. Um, and those are the ones that he helps to, to bring back home and get them acclimated, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a few dream visits that, uh, well, I guess we could share the one that uh, just uh, you confirmed or validated for me what it was actually about this past week. Mm, sure. Uh, there was a, um, he drove up in, in a driveway, I will make it a short story, but it was in a pickup truck, and I noticed all the details about the pickup, and on one side of it, uh, it was totally wrecked on the left side, passenger side, and it turned a different color other than the red one, like Chip owned. And there was this mm-hmm. young man that was sitting directly beside him, um, instead of not in the passenger seat, but sitting in the middle of the seat, and he was just staring straight at me. No facial expressions, no nothing. And I actually felt that Chip was mad at me because when he walked into the office, he looked at me, but he never said anything, and then he walked out and drove away. Well, I could never figure out who this guy was, and I thought that it had to have something to do with Chip. So after talking to you, actually, the other day about our radio show, 
you got that it was actually Chip wasn't upset with me. He was upset with this gentleman because he, he messed up. Right. And also that he was helping him to be able to cross. Right. And it was just, he great. Yeah, and he came through with music to let you know that the young man had actually rolled the car, which I thought, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, that is funny, because it was the next morning on my way to work, I heard in my head that the truck rolled. And then right after I heard the truck rolled, I heard that song. I'm not a very good singer, but it's Roll, Baby, Roll. All night long. Well, all night all night long, yeah. So I yeah. kind of know that the truck, the truck rolled, unfortunately, for this little boy. Yeah, and he was young and probably not even supposed to be driving is what I got. And and who knows? I mean, it, it sounds like Chip is doing a lot of work on the other side, helping souls cross over. And I do know from my own experiences and my own visions that there's actually a place where people go to recuperate after, not just people, but animals as well, because I actually went to go visit uh, one of my dogs, and he was in, like, a little doggy hospital, which I thought was really sweet, and I went in there and checked on him. And that, that was another interesting thing, too, is that a lot of these dreams you felt like Chip was coming to you to show you all of this stuff, but my feeling was that you were actually going to visit Chip. Like, your soul was actually taking off and, and seeing what he was up to. And I wouldn't doubt that. I just didn't know that you were capable or, or that you could actually do that, which is, is another great thing. I mean, it's like I have little hearts that lead to chip. Right. It's the little breadcrumbs <laughs> that show you right <laughs> where your heart is. We're always connected, and everyone is connected. And and that really, I mean, it's it's, it's just so amazing. When you have a heart connection with someone, like last night I was dreaming about being in your apartment and cleaning your wood floors. <laughs> and I had no idea that you had wood floors and I'm cleaning up after the dogs. Just, I guess I just am the, the constant cleaning woman here. But, well, I, um, I think it's like you said, too, that we're all connected. One way or another, right. we're still all connected. Yeah, and that kind of brings me back to my rant of the day. We all go back to the light, whether or not we're... This religion, that religion, we believe this and believe that. I, I just find it so interesting, though, that before all of this happened with Chip, you had no desire to ever contact a medium. You had no, you had no desire to really have anything to do with any of this. I never really needed to. Um, in in my life, my parents are still alive. My siblings are still alive. So I've never really lost anybody, and I say lost, but they've never passed over to the other side who was really, really super close to me. And, and neither right. did Chip. He had just had that discussion in December before he was murdered, neither one of us. And so we already planned, oh, well, our parents are still alive. They're in their late 60s, early 70s. We've got a long way to go. And, you know, yeah. the next month, you know, he's not here anymore. But I never had any reason to to search out a medium. Right, and it's just, it's amazing how you were not only opened up to mediumship, but opened up to your own ability to connect to Chip. And I just find that so amazing. And I really want to wish you the best of luck on this book and the next. I'm I'm so excited to be able to get the second book. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, but I have a feeling that once you get going on that, it's going to just flow right out of you. It's going to be beautiful. 
And so what other experiences have you had with mediums? With mediums, um, I've only had two. Um, I had a second reading, as I mentioned earlier, with Megan. Uh, it was like mm -hmm. kind of like a year anniversary thing for me with her. Um, and then I had one other one with a medium, uh, Joanne Gerber. I think she's out of uh, New Jersey. She's up, uh -huh. up that way. And that's pretty much it. I read a book about a year and a half ago, and I can't remember the author of the book, but inside of it he called some people junkies. And I didn't want to be considered a junkie of mediumship. No. So really I haven't opened up that avenue and contacted anybody else. I really haven't yeah. had to either. Right. You shouldn't have to now. You you have no. great connections as well as the circle that I belong to. And and anytime you need a medium, you know, you can always call. <laughs> That's for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. But I wanted to thank you so much. Our half hour is just about up. And you have just really opened up my soul in being able to read your book. And I know it's going to do very well. Oh, thank you. Very exciting. Don't forget me when you're rich and famous. <laughs> Don't listen to you. <laughs> well, all my love, please keep in touch. And uh, and what is your website? Uh, my website is Wake Me Up 123, which is the date that uh, Chip was murdered, um, dot com. Wake Me Up 123.com. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you, can they get a hold of you through that? Uh, yep, I have my little Facebook card. Uh, emblem down there and also my email is in there too. Great. And and then your book can be found on Amazon, correct? It can be found on Amazon or it's on the website which directly goes to the publisher. And you can Great. order it that way as well. Wonderful. So now everybody can get a hold of you and order order that book and I tell you if you read that book it will definitely touch your soul. I, it reminds me of a love story that you go Oh, I wish my husband would do that. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. So thank you so much for the book and opening up my soul. And I will talk to you soon. I know you've got to get back to work, so I'm going to let you go. Okay. So the best of luck to you, and give me a call anytime. And thank you for having me on your show. Okay. Well, you have a fabulous day, and we'll talk soon. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Lynn Reagan, and she is a wonderful writer, and I just wanted to, again, thank her for being on the show. And now I am going to open up the lines to anyone calling in. So let's see, we've got caller 000. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Who is this? My name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. How are you Can doing? I help you with I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day here in Illinois. It's nice and sunny, about 70 degrees. So did you have a question or a comment? Yeah, I had a um, question, I guess, to see what you could see coming up in the career area with me. Sure. Let me just take a second here to to connect and make sure I'm connecting to your energy. First of all, what I'm getting from you right off the bat is you're a caretaker-type soul, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's just a quick um, way for me to know that that's your energy that I'm connecting to here. 
And let's see. Have there been, um, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but there have, have there been some physical setbacks this past year? Um, I've been trying to get healthier. I've been doing some cleanses and things like that. Okay. Well, what I'm getting right off the bat is I uh, need to do some more grounding and work on your foundation a little bit. Okay. And and then after you get that part done and taken care of, that things will start to open up a little bit more. Okay. But that's, that's what I'm getting is it, there's just a need to build a stronger foundation. I'm not getting very clearly what exactly they mean by a foundation, but when I think of a foundation, I think of when you're building a house, there's you you build the you build the foundation on a strong foundation. You want to build it on on something that is going to be strong and true. So right. it might be something as simple as you need to maybe look at your resume and see how strong that is and and revamp that a little bit is what I'm getting. You may want to work on your uh, your your interviewing skills, perhaps. I'm just getting this foundational. There's something that you're not looking at. Okay. And and I don't want to take away your power by saying that you 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 know it's going to be another six months or something like that. That's ridiculous. What I would say is to work on on that, and as soon as you get that foundation a little bit stronger, and I think that your soul is hearing what I'm saying. That's what I'm feeling yeah. right now. Is that you you're hearing what I'm saying, and that once you build that foundation, things are going to come easily, and it won't be right now. I feel like it's like like you're fighting against a current, and mm-hmm. and you have to let go of that. Build, not worry so much about everything. Build the foundation, and then everything will come to you, and it, it'll be a lot easier because you'll know what direction to go at that point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Great. Is there anything else I can do for you, Jennifer? Do you have any questions? Um, is there any messages for me from my spirit guides, or or I guess is that it? No, no, hang on just one, let me, let me ask. Well, I'm, first of all, I will say that I am picking up on a feminine energy around you. Mm-hmm. And what she wanted to share with you is that you're a very industrious person and you are a hard worker and that with that you're going to, you're going to see a lot more luck and a lot more things coming in your direction is that it's almost like you're taking a hiatus is what I'm feeling. It's like an yeah. energetic hiatus. Okay. And I I can identify with that, and I think that everybody needs to do that. It's kind of like a ship going out to sea, and this is an analogy I use a lot for mediumship as well. A ship going out to sea, and when they go out to sea, they get all kinds of barnacles and stuff stuck all over them. And then every once in a while, that ship needs to come in and dry off so the barnacles and everything can can dry off and clear. So you you were right in doing the clearing and the grounding and drinking a lot of water and 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 don't say you're trying. You're doing. You're doing all of that. So I think that once you do that and build the foundations, that everything will will you'll you'll find victory in what you're looking for. Okay, great. Well, thank okay. you. Okay, thank you for calling and listening. I really appreciate it. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Okay, and that was Jennifer.
Thank you for calling in, Jennifer, and listening once again. Now I have caller 702. Hello? Yes. Hello? Hi. What's your first name? My name is Shamina. Shamina? Yes, Shamina. Shamina, okay. I want to make sure I was saying that right. And what, what can I help you with today? What question you can just call me Sugar because that's what my mom named me since everybody called me that since I was little. Shamina you know, that's funny. I was dancing around this morning. Do you know that song, Sugar? Do, 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 do. Oh, <laughs> I, was dancing yes. I was dancing around the kitchen this morning singing that. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> so what's going on with you with in regards to justice? I'm getting justice. Like you feel like you've been ripped off? Like unfairness? Hmm. Well... Every now and then I have a feeling like things are not always so fair because I've always um I've always done a lot. I've always been like always the peacemaker, always trying to look past the negativity. And mm-hmm. somehow doing that all the time I feel like I got gypped in a way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm getting but, that. I'm getting it's like, Well, why can't everybody else be like this? Why am I the only one? That's yeah. that's what I got right away when yeah. I heard your voice and your name. It was like, like you just feel like things aren't balanced. It's almost like, um, well, why aren't you chipping in? Why am I doing this all alone? Well, I will say that this is, and this is what my teacher would share with me, this is life school. And sometimes life school isn't fair. I mean, it is fair, but it's always your choice if you want to do that. And the reason you're doing that isn't because of the unfairness or because it's because you want to, and you're doing that basically to yourself. Make sense? Mm-hmm. It totally does. That's why so, been, um, I've been kind of in my, like, circle. Like, I've been doing a lot of soul searching. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. doing a lot of different um, in different ways within myself that it's just going to show natural on the outside. I really don't care anymore about what's, what people have to say or anything of that nature um, unless they're really positive or I just made a lot of different changes in regards of within myself and my the people that I deal that I choose to deal with, you know, people that won't so much try to take advantage or Well yeah, that was the next thing I was gonna say is that right now you're kind of in this transitional point where you have been attracting people that are going to make you feel unfair because that's what you've been focusing on. But as time goes by, you're going to start attracting people that will actually be more in sync with you and also more like you, so it it will balance out. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry, I'll, I never even I'll... let you ask a question. <laughs> No, it's okay. It makes sense, um, because um that's all that that's that's all I'm demanding for myself. And that's right. It. I am a person, I am a very strong minded person. What's my mind is made up, it's made up. Whether I'm doing something like, Oh, I'm gonna do something for someone else because I feel bad or because I see their situation and I got something to offer to make it better, whether it's a word of wisdom or a hug or whatever. Those mm-hmm. kind of things. But 
Yeah, and all that will come back to you as well. And you're not doing it because you want something to come back to you. You're doing no. it because you have love in your heart for people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's just your personality. Your personality is one that is a giving soul, so you're always going to have that. And it's not something to condemn yourself for. And I do feel like at times you're like, well, why am I putting out so much? And why am yeah. I why am I giving so much? And you know, it really made me fall back because I'm you know I'm only 22 years old, but I have a really old soul, and I've been through a lot. And I am the type of mm-hmm. person that I literally learn from things. Like mm-hmm. I learn from things, you know. Like as right. people, like my friends are like some of them are like 30, 40 years old, supposed to be like my mother's friend, like, and they just always, I always got some kind of something to help somebody at work or whatnot, but. Right now, I've just been focusing on me for a while now, and then I just feel this. This goes into regard to my questions that's coming right now. I feel that um, I've done a lot of soul searching. I made a lot of changes, and I have a lot mm-hmm. of love inside of me to give. I want to give it, but I want to give it to the right person. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like do you see anyone new in, in my life or anyone reentering my life in regards to that? I do feel that you right around the corner, or actually right now, I'm feeling romance around you. Yes. And the person that I'm feeling is someone that is, how do I put it, he's also seeking like you are, and he's open. So I do feel that's right around the corner for you. I would just keep hanging on and, you know, don't. I don't like to make predictions in, in, in because of the fact that the future is, is changeable based on everything you do. So don't change anything that you're doing based on what I say. But I do feel that that's right around the corner for you. It's not far away at all. Just keep on taking care of yourself. Don't change that path. Absolutely. Okay, wow. great. Thank well, you. all my love and blessings to you, and thank you so much for listening and calling in today. Absolutely. I'm going to move on. Thank you. Okay. You Thank too. you so much. Okay, I'll talk to you soon, I hope. Okay, and now I am going to caller 316. Hello? Hi. Who's this? Hi. My name's Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. I'm just wondering, uh, could you tell me what's going to happen with me and David? Well, it seems like I've seen this happen before when I've had other radio shows where there's like a theme with every caller that comes in. And it does seem like there's a balancing going on right now. There's a there's some justice happening. So it's it's almost like some uh it's almost like if things have been out of balance, which obviously they are, uh that there's going to be some justice and 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 some opening to create some balance. Balance seems to be the the word of the day, I guess. <laughs> Does that make sense for you? Um, kind of. Okay, let me see if I can tap into your guides a little bit more and get some more information. You're asking about David. Right. Well, I do keep seeing the justice symbol, you know, the two scales. Uh-huh. It just keeps coming to me. And I'm feeling you really upset right now. Do you want to open up and right. tell me a little more? Um, 
we've been kind of seeing each other on and off for about three years. And then mm-hmm. last year he went to Iraq, mm-hmm. and he had some personal problems, so he decided to dump me. But he mm-hmm. keeps, you know, we keep in contact. Yeah, keep in contact. Okay. He, he, oh, yeah. And he keeps saying he loves me. He just mm-hmm. doesn't know if he can be with me. So now he says when he gets back, he signed on for another year, and when he gets back, he doesn't want to live in the same town. But, you know, every time I, I, he, now we break up, he always comes back. Right. I'm I'm getting some movement with you, so I'm wondering if what that means is this is, um, hang on just a second here. Let me tap into his energy. Right now, what I'm getting from him is, is that, see, now I'm, I'm kind of asking a soul for permission. Can I please ask these questions of you? What I'm getting from him right away is that he's got a lot of, it's almost like he's been subjected to things that he just never even knew what he was signing up for. And what I'm getting is that there's just a lot of stress and a lot of, he's going to be, he's going to have to do a lot of clearing and things will be more fair when you do see him again and you will see him again. Absolutely. This is not over by any stretch of the imagination. And and it's almost like it's not, it really, none of this has anything to do with you. So my suggestion would probably be to for you to try to keep the most gentle and loving and diplomatic attitude as you can because this is one soul right now that's just hurting. He's hurting. And he's not, feel that he's lashing out on out to you because he's trying to hurt you. I think it's more, it's all about him is what I'm trying to get through to you. Okay. If, hopefully. It's not, it's not a, how do I put it? It's not anything to do with you. It's more about his, his growth and his lessons that he's learning right now. And he just, it's almost like he's not sure where he can step that there's going to be solid footing. So I'm going to try rather than go, go back to something that I'm not sure. And I'm not talking about your relationship. I'm talking about different areas. He's just trying to find solid footing right now. And that's the best way I can describe it and articulate it, is that he's trying to find solid footing that he knows there's going to be ground beneath his feet. And if that means that he's going to have to start from square one and rebuild everything, then that's what he's going to do. Okay. So I do I do not feel that it's over by any stretch of the imagination. I feel that I think that what's going to happen is I don't think he's going to like he's saying he's going to go to a different area. I don't feel that right now. I feel that that's not going to happen, at least for quite some time. Okay. So my love and blessings to you. I can definitely feel the pain in your voice and in your soul right now. But know that this has nothing to do with you. Just be be that solid ground for him right now. And it will be balancing. I hope that okay. helped. Yeah, it did. Okay, good. Well, you keep in touch with me and let me know what happens, okay? I'm always here for you. All my information is on my website, my phone number, everything. So email me, contact me, whatever, and let me know how you're doing, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, blessings to you. Thank you. Okay. Well, that certainly is heart-wrenching when someone's gone like that. I actually have... a dog that is uh, from someone that ended up in Iraq and she ended up in the wrong area and quite abused and we ended up adopting her and 
I know these wars cause a lot of stress and strife for people, but this is life school, and we all have our lessons here. And I have a caller from 914. I wanted to see if this is someone that wanted to... Okay, you're muted. Hello, caller 914. Okay. All right, well... It looks like I have 15 minutes left or so here, so I just wanted to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. And go get Lynn's book. It will definitely change your soul, and it will touch your heart, and I know it just definitely changed me forever. So um, blessings to everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show, and tune again in again next Wednesday. And all my love to everyone here, and have a great day. It's beautiful. Namaste.